0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen.
1: Hey, welcome to uh, yet another quarantined edition of Lynn Cullen Live. I think you can tell from my voice I'm feeling better today. It's April 14th, and it's a uh, Tuesday, and that means my sister Susan should be on the line as well. Hi, Suze. Hey, now we have to remind everybody that last Tuesday, Susan was on the line and we had to talk her off a cliff. She was screaming. You were, (laughs) you were election day last Tuesday. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You were beside yourself. You were like the decibel level of your voice, and the you know, and the. It was, that's it how was, I get when people try and steal from me, especially when the yeah. elected representatives of my home state try to steal. That's yeah. how I get, but that's not that's, how I am today, dear sister. Do you want to know why? Oh, I think we all do. But go ahead. Well, let him. Excuse me. Let him in, mother. <laughs> Mother's telling me that the dog wants to come in. Um, What happened is that the election results trickled in uh, last night, and Jill Krakowski, who was running for the Supreme Court of Wisconsin against a man that, uh, just on the basis of his commercials, I loathed, um, and he, was it, it, he was the incumbent. He was the incumbent justice of the supreme and court, and the Republicans were trying to make sure that he kept his state, so they continue, so they could continue to rig our elections and have the Wisconsin Supreme Court rubber stamp it. Right. And uh, the citizens of the good state of Wisconsin began to notice something was amiss. And then, as I told you last week, and as all of the newspapers have reported, the Wisconsin Republicans tried to rig. As obviously as they knew how to vote, they closed all the polling places and they held an election during a pandemic. So, between the two, just two cities, Milwaukee and Green Bay, where there would ordinarily be a hundred and ninety, no, no, 217 polling places, between those two cities, there were seven polling places two in Green Bay, five in Milwaukee. And we saw we saw the pictures of people standing in long, long lines, by the way, in the rain during the pandemic, waiting sometimes for two, three hours to cast their vote because the U.S. Supreme Court Which, by the way, with the Wisconsin Supreme Court, you know, forced the issue, as did the state Supreme Court. By the way, also, it is now known that all the justices of the Wisconsin Supreme Court voted absentee ballot. They did not risk their lives to go out and vote. They just told the residents of Wisconsin that you have to risk your lives to go out and vote. The remarkable thing is that a million lost. people a million people voted absentee, almost the same number — excuse me, I'm going to cough — almost the same number as voted in person, and hmm. the good Jill Krakowski actually beat him by a hundred thousand votes.: Yeah, here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. What's funny about all of this is, of course, now the the Republicans are going to contest the election. Well, now, yeah. (laughs) The Democrats were obviously um, intending to contest the results of this election. <laughs> now, of course, they're not. However, you can bet the Republicans will. This thing is... Go- but they well, created... Well, the contest. Because they, they created they, the conditions. They created the problem, so they can't contest. You can't say, I made everybody vote under impossible conditions. You all agreed with me. Now we lost, so we're contesting? yeah no yeah no i I'm sorry, even those two courts couldn't do that uh, well, here's, the, here's yeah. the good news this um certainly shows in uh the very important battleground state of Wisconsin that uh Trump's in trouble, we are very motivated, we are extraordinarily motivated in the it, we showed you. You can't do that. You won't stop it. Bye-bye, Mr. Trump. I woke up so happy this morning. This is the first time I have felt any sense that, nah, it's going to be okay. I'm not the only one standing out here. You and me aren't the only ones. You, me, and our listeners aren't the only ones. The majority, the vast majority of the country is just waiting to throw this bum out. And after yesterday, did you happen to see him yesterday? Uh, I had the misfortune of um, actually tuning in at 6 o'clock thinking I'd get my dose yes, of, like you know, news, regular yeah. news. I think I checked, not local, I, che- I was checking in on CNN, and yeah. there he was, the horror. And I looked over at MSNBC, and there he was, the horror. And the amazing thing was, is do you know that that, uh up that coronavirus supposed the coronavirus uh uh conference that he does that one yesterday lasted longer than two hours with him just ranting raving uh spreading crap, showing propaganda videos um that first of all, I have to say that these uh news outlets continue to uh show this is is absolutely beyond belief well most of them are cutting away i mean no, i think when they, they are I, cutting away well they are they are locally here well um, they I, are not see, but, but the cable is not they're they're showing it nonstop cnn <clears throat> cut away at one point during the um excuse me <clears throat> during the um the propaganda video but then went right back and this is of course uh, where the president so now famously said the president of the United States calls the shots the governors can't do anything without the approval of the president of the United States the authority of the president of the United States uh, is total well, and here's so here's the amusing thing. So if you go into comment comment sections on you know on your whatever you read now, and and you know that um, uh, uh, the right has argued for years. Um, states' rights, right? I mean, that's their thing. That's the Civil War. That's states' rights. The states have the rights. You know, all things not specifically granted to the federal government belong to the states. Okay, so that's been their thing all along. Now Trump comes along, throws that out, says, oh, no, the states have no power. The president, what the president says goes. Now you're listening to all of these apologists who have been arguing up and down for years states rights and they're being forced to argue the other thing because they're in this cult. Well, I you know the whole thing it, it was it was uh frightening to to watch. The one positive I saw in in looking at that horror show yesterday was um two reporters that I happened to see, maybe there were others. They were both women, one was from CBS, the other was from CNN, and man, they just kept coming at him. They, they. one of them flat out said, that is not true, Mr. President. The other just kept coming and coming until he like red in the face is saying, you're fake news. You're fake news. You're a disgrace. But and they don't flinch. They just keep coming. Don't you he just ask? What provision? What provision of the Constitution? <laughs> what provision of the Constitution gives you the power to override governors if they want their states to remain closed? Um, our leaders answer: numerous provisions. There are none. There are no. none. He has it's no, Specifically, even, he, the other way, unless unless specifically granted to the federal government, all powers belong to the states. And what's so bizarre is here's a guy who during the same clown show was saying that the governor's are the ones who dropped the ball. They had the responsibility to do this, to do that. And then he turns around and says, they don't have authority. I have authority. Right. Well, you can't have it both ways. He contradicts himself almost in mid sentence.
2: Well, it's that's what happens stuff.
1: when you're making stuff up and you your go. whole life is yeah. a lie. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was frightening. Also, I want to say that Dr. Fauci uh, did not do well. He looks like he's starting to, you know, cave and and said something, made it sound that that the president had taken action on social distancing immediately, you know, trying to what because. There is concern that the president's going to fire him. And so to keep from being fired, Fauci's now looking a little like Weasley, too. And I'm thinking, who cares? Get fired. Get fired. What difference does it make? Get fired. Damn. Go with integrity. Get fired. Jeez. I, you know, it, it, everybody's going to get fired. Any the more, yeah, I mean, the heads are going to roll. The worse this gets, the more heads are going to roll. You know that. That's how Trump is, because it's everybody's fault but his. So, heads are going to roll. But well what our, we're going to be left what we're going to be left with is and you can see these rolled out now uh who's these task forces committees he's he's putting together that are supposed to like figure out how to get our country back uh moving again and you look I'm looking at the pictures that popped up on Fox News and to get our country back together he has a a, a woman who um Who has um, failing uh, purse business? That would be Ivanka. He has that woman's husband, the slumlord and and botoxed idiot and creator of peace in the Middle East. Yes, and creator of peace in the Middle East. He has a Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, who famously said um, in February, I believe. Mm -hmm. That the coronavirus uh, is going to be good for the U.S. economy. Yes, well, also, these are we the people now. Make- these are the people now who are going to decide how to get us back up and um, and moving. Unbelievable. And you notice not one health ac- expert. Not, Not no, 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 nothing having to do with health because no, they and, don't. And approve. here's what I think is interesting because I think professionally one of the biggest pro-Trump professions was medicine. Um, I knew an awful lot of doctors that were, you know, they're Republicans. They're just they voted for Trump. I can't believe that there is a doctor in the world that would vote for that man today. And if well. there is don't go to that doctor. Yeah. I want to mention that the other big news of yesterday and you know big news normally big news doesn't even doesn't even register um is of course that Bernie Sanders uh is not going to uh do what he did 4 years ago. He gave a warm and seemingly sincere endorsement of uh, the obvious Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, and flat out said, we need you in the White House. And I want to point out that people as lefty and as socialistic as Bernie Sanders, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Cornel West, Noam Chomsky, for God's sake, have all said you gotta vote for Joe Biden. Yep. So any what is so wonderful about this is it is what's what is it? It's April. It's April and the Democrats are uniting. unified. 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 We are ya, and, and we are base and Wisconsin is fired us. up, yeah, and the base is fired up, so guys, that is um that's all good news. We have a caller uh caller, go ahead, please
3: hello, good morning, good morning hi there's a little bit of a lag. I'm sorry if I didn't say hello sure sure sure. hey, um. I made it a point not to watch his debriefings. Yes. Um, me cause too. Because it, it, it assaults the senses. Yeah, we do. It's just we agreed I screwed up anybody, yesterday. If anybody's got any sensitivity to him, it's like, are you? And, and the fact that he's president makes it worse. And the fact that yes. you know, one of the things I say is like, out of all the terrible things he's doing, you know, as president, is is that the worst thing is children. Teenagers, especially young men, young boys, see this and our president behaving this way, and they're like, "Why not me? I can do it too." He's an asshole. I can be an asshole. That's that's the new norm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really do think that ultimately could be the worst thing. And parents have got to like nip this shit in the bud. Um, so, but I saw a picture.
1: Of- I I want to say I saw a picture uh, a few days ago of a boy of about 6 years old and he's uh he's riding high on his dad's shoulders and he's holding a sign and it says my father does not allow me to act like the president of the United States. <laughs> Good.
3: That is the type of leadership we need with
0: that, that
3: is, is dad. Yeah. It, 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 that's what we need. Um it yeah, you know, and and you know, at first I hated these debriefings, and I think was a Kyle Lamb who said yesterday, it, you know, this idiot, his, and he takes this team of so-called experts every day. They spend two hours in front of the damn camera. I says if they spent that time actually working on the problem, maybe it would help. Exactly. But they are just busy, exactly. just wasting time. I mean, can you imagine if Obama was doing this shit? Oh man. No, How I mean, that
1: Yeah, right. Um, it's, 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 if this president is doing nothing except trying to cover his ass, that is all the energy of that white house in the executive branch is covering his fat ass. Yeah, I was going to say his increasingly large ass.
3: <laughs> well, do you think I just, that as ridiculous as? I'm Matt, sorry. Do you think that, as ridiculous, do you think as ridiculous as the debriefings are, that ultimately it's going to be people are finally like, okay, I'm done, and it's going to help Biden? And yes. Democrats. And yes. That. And it's just like I, I think like he's his own worst
1: enemy. Well, you know, the Wall Street so, Journal editorialized last week, <clears throat> and and it freaked him out. Um, and he called them fake news, <laughs> the Wall Street Journal, because they said, stop it. Stop doing these things. They're too long. They're too boring. They're about you. And people don't want it to be who about you. you are. That's right. So the Wall Street Journal editorially tried to say, hey, hey, cut it out. You're killing us. You're killing us. And he just, of course, went ballistic because he can not tolerate criticism, and he cannot tolerate not being the center of attention, which is why initially, remember, the vice president was doing these things because the president did not want to be associated with this awful thing that was tanking the economy. Then he saw that Pence was getting all the attention and getting some pretty good reviews. Pence disappears, and now we're left with this clown show
3: Chris Wallace he went after Chris
1: Wallace he's bought he's after Fox News now he's after I it is it is boy he's got I mean his circle of people that he will allow near him is is constricting and constricting and constricting and uh, maybe pretty soon he's just gonna pop like a rancid zit <laughs> what uh, a oh, so then. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, you, you want that, me to come up it. with a pretty picture for that guy? Uh, yeah, okay, okay, Imagine all that. right. Hey caller, <laughs> thank you so much. Great call. Quick, quick question, quick question oh. though. Do mm-hmm. you think that
3: that if this keeps going and then like in fall, if this this thing rears ugly heading in the COVID-19, it's going to give him the perfect opportunity to Declare a state of emergency and cancel all elections. Scary well, uh, really yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, he will try. He'll, try. Well, he's thing. also trying to bankrupt the Postal Service. So you can't have a, a, a mail in a mail. He'll do they, they will do. Listen, if there's one thing Republicans are extraordinarily adept at, it is keeping people from voting. And so, yeah, we cannot for a minute uh, not think that they won't try something extraordinary. Right.
4: Well,
1: so I
3: think, I think the governor of Virginia has got the right idea. Yes. I think more to yes. follow his lead.
1: Right. Make, so, it, a, make it a holiday and um, everybody go vote. Hey, thank you so much. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Right. Bye. We thank have another you, call. Um, excuse me. Caller. Hello.
4: Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Susan. I just wanted to mention to you, I have CNN on mute, and they just said that President Obama is going to endorse uh, Joe Biden today.
1: Yay, well, of course Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm stunned. I'm stunned.
4: (laughs) Well, Well, thank you. Everybody's
1: been waiting to hear hear from uh, our erstwhile leader. Thank you.
4: And Thanks Dr. for the breaking T- news. <laughs> Dr. Uh, he, re, Our wonderful president refers to him as Dr. Tony. When I did watch it yesterday, portions of it, and to me, he sounded like a hostage victim.
1: I, I thought so, he, too.
4: I think he is drinking the Kool-Aid now along with her. I, yeah. It, it, it's un. Believable and really, one of my friends said this, and I believe it is so true. He's seventy nine. He could walk away. Why doesn't he right. just walk away, be a regular citizen? Because he's a civil, he's servant. a
1: true civil servant. You know,
4: but he's not serving correctly.
1: Well, he's listen in that clown show. He's the one who's not the you know the clown. I I don't know. I'm sure he feels. That if he weren't there, there'd be nobody who's um, who has any ability to uh, talk to this guy. I don't know. I don't know. That's
2: but you're sure right. I think you feels. spend
1: you spend too much time in that in that White House, and your brain turns to to mush, and you start goose stepping. I don't know what it, it just. I,
4: I don't. I don't understand it. And they're just sitting there looking at him, and it's just so disturbing. And, yeah. and I took your advice, and I try not to watch it, but I like to. I don't normally listen to local news, but I, I want to see how many people have the yeah. virus and so forth. And you switch over, and he's still talking. He's oh, still yeah. up there. It's yeah. unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you're looking at an addict. Getting his fix. That's
4: true. That's true. That's what you're looking, and it
1: ain't pretty. It's not pretty. I just
4: have to say, you sound a lot better today.
1: Yes, thank you.
4: Feeling better. I
1: am. I
4: look forward every day. My iPad just, you're right there, and I love. Thank you you so much for being there.
1: Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. I appreciate you. Russ says hi to Susan. Love you guys together. Um, isn't it amazing when there is a Democratic president the right screen states rights you say now that a Republican is in the states should not have rights right Uh, be safe and healthy Uh, Margaret points out Trump is getting fatter and uh, little Tony says Lynn I stopped watching Trump's uh, afternoon rallies brought to us by all the major news organizations some time ago, I get the highlights on my Twitter feed. That's what I normally do. I it just so happened that yeah, I just wait. You know, for the next in boredom to, yeah, yesterday, yeah. I actually turned it on and I almost turned it off, but it's like I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I mean, I came in at a time I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. Um, it, yeah, you, you absolutely can't. Oh God, David writes rancid Zip. It's the perfect name for a punk rock band. (laughs) Lance Boyle and the Rancid (laughs) Zitz. Oh, who's my kindred spirit? (laughs) Well, that's David. That's David, and he he is very grateful to you, Susan. Lance Boyle and the Rancid (laughs) Zits. Keith writes, one thing that's absolutely mind-blowing to me is that this miserable 73-year-old fat ass who has lived on a steady diet of hatred and fast food never once gets sick. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, Right. Meanwhile, I watch these press conferences and get the sweats and a sore throat from repeatedly yelling, shut up, shut (laughs) up. In the days of the coronavirus, oh so, my, Get your God, heart beat up. You know, it's very good aerobic <laughs> exercise. Oh gosh! Oh, so I suggest I adding some some punches as you do it. You know, just do a little shadow boxing at the same time. You can make it into a full workout. Yeah, I do want to um, point out that. Um, oh wait, 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 wait. There a, a woman near here um, who's 93 years old. Perhaps you've seen this. I think the Washington Post had a story on it uh, yesterday. Um, well, she was out of beer, and she a sign. <laughs> she put a sign in the window, you know, <laughs> saying "I need beer," and um, it went viral and damn if she was holding her la- one of her last cans of uh of what Coors Light and the Coors Light people sent her 12 cases so she's doing okay now well, 93 your- 93 years old and she she needs her beer and the other alcohol um news uh from these parts is that the governor of Ohio has shut down Ohio liquor stores to Pennsylvanians. <laughs> Unbelievable! Now, um, what are you going to do? <laughs> governor Mike DeWine ordered that liquor stores in the six Ohio counties that border Pennsylvania. <laughs> can only sell liquor to customers with Ohio IDs. And he said the stores are being overrun by Pennsylvania uh desperate Pennsylvanians. <laughs> what? Because for some reason Pennsylvania is the only state that did this that refuses to let people and you know uh in West Virginia too, which borders us, they've stopped letting us buy because we were crossing the border. Um, so w- we're just screwed, guys. I don't know. I don't know what to tell well, you. Let them open up the liquor stores, for heaven's sake. Well, they won't. Um, uh, I don't know. And one of the Why women you call up and order it and have curbside delivery. What's what's the big? <clears throat> Susan, they did say that you can order online. I know of no one who's been able to pull that off. Um, well, anyway, yes, what you do—you for example would just contact a winery and order a case of wine. They will send you a case of wine. I did that, and I'm looking um, at a big box at the other end of my living room, which arrived two days ago. Oh, I think and, you can touch it now. <laughs> good for yeah, you and it's got um yeah it's got a, a bunch of wine in it um but this one woman who owns uh, one of the liquor stores that's like 8 miles over the Pennsylvania border in Ohio i mean she obviously is miserable because she's been doing bang up business she said our usually our usual delivery is 120 cases a week. We've had 800 cases over the last two weeks, and I still have empty shelves. And then she said, what is with Pennsylvania? You guys are losing a lot of money in Pennsylvania. Those are state Uh, stores. The state, at a time when it's desperately in need of money, closes what would be, yeah, Well, wait a minute. When has the Pennsylvania legislature, bless their Mm -hmm. hearts, um, ever been a a prime example of the way to do things? Uh, They spend all their time going to jail, as far as I could tell. Well, I don't. I well, they a lot of them do. It's true, but there's so many of them. We've got like seven thousand. um oh, I, know. Uh, we, I know it's the it's the we, that's why they don't care. That's the largest employer in the state now. Yeah, right. Every every other person in the state is a member of the state legislature. Apparently, um, I have another uh, story here that I I I want to. Why can't I get my mail up here? Uh, that I want to bring to you because it's it was just funny. Um. It has nothing to do <laughs> with any of this. Thank God. I'll get to the caller in just a minute, but I do have to share this story with people in case you didn't see it. Um, this guy in France, don't know if you heard about it, 64 years old. And I think it was his birthday. Anyway, his, um, his friends uh, that he worked with organized a, a surprise for him. And that they engineered a um, that he would be able to fly in a fighter jet. And they take him to the airstrip. I don't know. And this happened in March. So I don't know how this managed to happen during all this shutdown. Uh, once the man arrived at Saint-Dizier Air Base in northeastern France. Oh, no, no, no. This is from last year. In 2019, now that makes sense. He was told what was in store for him, and he got totally freaked out. Um, He was wearing like an Apple Watch, which measured his heart rate, and his heart was in full tachycardia. No, like a recorded heart rate um, from 136 to 142 beats per minute. But he was, I guess, embarrassed, so he gets into the jet. And um, he's in the jet. The jet takes off, begins to climb, and he freaks. He panics and reaches up for something to hold on to. Oh, and no. unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> the something was the ejector seat sure. button. Right. And he went flying out of the jet. He did not – he had not securely attached his helmet. It went flying. He landed in a field uh, near the German border. Ah, please, and he left out the part where he had a parachute on. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm actually good. looking at a picture. There's a picture. Someone got a picture of the plane and of him, you know, with a parachute, And, yeah, he only had minor facial injuries. Um, So I just want to tell you, there is something so funny about that. Can you, first of all, you know, people surprising people with what they think will be wonderful, you know, gifts. You got to remember, it's not what you want, it's what they would want. Right. (laughs) This is a perfect example of why that's just not necessarily a good idea okay I think we have a caller but perhaps they've disappeared on us hello caller hi good morning girls good morning good morning
5: well I just want to make a comment about my life living with a total Trump supporter Uh. and it is at times extremely stressful. There's a lot of silence because we can't even discuss current events because wait a elsewhere. minute, wait a minute. Is this
1: your wait a minute, is this your husband? Yes. Oh so you yeah. well but you've been living with him for a long time.
5: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Why is it harder and, now? Uh, because why is it harder now?
5: Well it's it's harder now because uh, I know, I know that come November, I know he will vote for Trump again. Jesus, absolutely, absolutely, without question, or without question or fail. And it even comes to a point of, if I, if we're discussing the current events, and I should happen to point a finger at Trump and wrongdoing, he becomes so defensive. He becomes angry that, like, it is a personal attack on him. Yes. Not that well, I'm you know, but president. but see, that's but he interesting. Feels wounded, and I can't understand this.
1: No, and because he's
5: this,
1: yeah. But wait, 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 wait. This is why I think he he might somewhere in his head, but he can't acknowledge it. It's humiliating. He's humiliated, maybe that he—that's why the defensiveness. I mean, I, how could he possibly I mean, he, think this idiot was doing a good job? Oh, and how no, could an intelligent no woman like you be in love with somebody like who is oh, an idiot it. like him? Well, Lynn? I
5: want to tell you, this man <laughs> has what he has done in his lifetime created a business, raised a family. I want or need for nothing. My life has been wonderful. But these colors that have surfaced in the past couple of years, almost Mm -hmm. coming up on four years to be exact, um, is a side that I have never thought about. I mean, I've never envisioned this, but his disdain for anyone on the Democratic side, anyone, anyone, But what about you? Well, I guess I don't really matter. I don't know. Like I'll come around someday. I'll come around someday. He loves her anyway. I mean, and I said to him, you know, I actually said to him last night, well, tell me three things that Trump has done that you are totally in favor of. And he said, he always goes back to, he kept his campaign promises. He kept his campaign promises. He kept his campaign promises.
1: Well these are the ditto and head I said, kind of things he's to the, he's, yeah. to, the
5: di- to the detriment of so many. And I said, How do you how do you justify that? And he said, Show me someone on the other side that could be better, do better, is better. I mean, it's a complete and total shutdown. Yeah. I mean it is yeah. it is absolute I can't even call it ignorance because this man is educated, he reads, he he's, has so much integrity, he's kind, he's generous. All the attributes you can imagine, and he's also good looking.
1: <laughs> it's,
5: it's like, I mean, I'm just...
1: What I do you, isn't it, isn't it something, you know, and you're not alone. What is, you know, there'll be books and books and books written about yes. this. And I'm I, mean, sorry. But I think I think at this point you have to you have to admit to yourself that you, you know, there's there's really there is no reasoning. This is there's yes. some psychologic thing Need. going on yeah. that you simply right. have to recognize. What's very clear is the two of you love each other. So just try right. and disengage and hope that in January he's able to somehow magically walk on. That we I'm all hoping can
5: in, I'm hoping that in November he could make a step and and go to the other side that at, at <sighs> this point no there's don't do no that way, don't, no
1: way. don't set there's up no something way. that he's can't and, and and honestly, I would you know uh, when when people talk about trump derangement syndrome and and I'm constantly mm-hmm. saying the chief characteristic is that the people that have it think the other people have it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I really think that this, they, you know, this, we have to start thinking about this like a cult. We really do because people react that way. You know, if the cult leader disappears, maybe the problem goes away.
5: Yeah, I think it, it is very cultish. It is very cultish and it doesn't, there's no, there's just, you know, he'll say something like, oh, you know, he really shouldn't say something like that or he really, you know, he he needs to work on what it is that he presents to people, for Trump. Like, he needs to just work on his,
6: you know, ability to
5: convey messages to the public and things like that. Like, yeah, he, he has his rough around the edges. He's rough around the edges. But it's very disheartening, and it makes me really sad.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, I'm sorry. I, I don't so blame bad. you. We we like to we like to think that our our significant others are perfect, but we all know that they aren't. And at least you know when mine died, he suddenly became a saint, which I have to tell you is extraordinarily aggravating because he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> may
5: his
1: soul rest in peace. His made, rest in may, peace. May, may his soul rest in peace.
5: Name be a blessed
1: memory. I love him. Saint right. he wasn't. So, you know, you're getting, you know, we'll all remember that your husband in many ways was a saint, but he wasn't perfect. Right. All right. right. Well, that's a good yeah. note. To, thank I love, you. I
5: love listening to you. And Lynn, uh, God bless you.
1: Thank you. And God bless you. Okay. Bye. 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 Aw. It's sad. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. I could not. No, but that you know, you gotta you gotta hang on to the part where you remember how much you love each other because that's a problem. But you do wonder what hap- What what is it? Um, I I think this strikes a chord in. A, it seems to be white men of a certain age that feel their their God given power being taken away. Yeah, well, something like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Hang on. Do we have another caller? I'm not sure. Caller, go ahead if you're there. Hi. Hello.
0: Hello. There you go. Okay, this is Dave from Washington. Hey, Dave. The, The reason why smart or supposedly smart, intelligent people fall for this stuff is because propaganda works very, very well. I guess ask so. Stalin. Ask Hitler. Ask yeah. you know the, the marketers. It works very, very well. I consider Fox News to be the madrasa of propaganda. Mm-hmm. You yeah. sit in front of it. It's like taking some sixteen year old um um Muslim kid sitting down in front and just talking to him about blowing himself up and going to Allah. And you do it long enough, and they will be more than happy to strap on that bomb and go blow up a bunch of people because they're going to Allah. And I see Fox News as being the exact same thing. They radicalize their viewers with a very focused, very singular message that they very seldom skip on or miss. Right. They, they don't deviate. Right. No, they're very, very good at what they do. And you can take a normal person who's just, you know, a great person, sit in front of a TV and make, feed them eight hours of Fox News. And yeah. watch what happens to them. And you hear right. about it all the time. It, my, right. You know, you hear it because propaganda works. Well, got, so, many, so many
1: people have said, I watched my father become yeah. someone I didn't recognize anymore.
0: Right, because they sat there in front of uh, the, the, the Madras right. of Fox News for right. too long, and they become radicalized. Right. right. And that is exactly what we have now. We've got these radicalized Trumpists. And, um,
1: you know, why I say Roger, listen, Roger Ailes, he's the he he's the evil uh, genius. And when they write this country's history and and talk of its demise, he will be one of the uh, architects of what took us
0: down. And so much, you know, back in the days, back in like the 90s when they were talking about the information superhighway and the Internet and all this. And it's going to be wonderful because, you know, this great information is going to be out there, truth and facts and all this stuff. And and it should line everybody up to be truthful and honest and all this sort of stuff. And it's the exact opposite. It is just a wildfire of lies and propaganda and flat-out bullshit. And people are far more receptive to that than they are to the truth. The old thing, um, uh, a rumor can go around the world in uh-huh. two hours, but it takes forever for the truth to uh, clean it up.
1: No, no, while the truth is still putting its boots on.
0: Okay, yep, sure. Whatever it is. Yep. <laughs> you say something stupid, and that makes everybody happy, or, you know, it, it, it appeals to a lot of people, but then when the truth comes out, they're nowhere to be found because they don't want to hear the truth.
1: Well, because the truth is often, yes, is often unpalatable, is often frightening, is often does not jive well with what you want it to be.
0: I think, I think a lot of things like social media, um, um, much of the technology, a lot of the toys we have around our house, it's the exact same thing. Just because somebody makes a refrigerator that you can connect to Wi-Fi doesn't mean you got to go out and buy one. <laughs> Or these Alexis things around your house that you talk to and it turns on your fucking lights. Go on, turn on your own damn lights. Why do you oh. need a machine and that spies to turn on, on the you. For you? Yeah. Yeah, they listen to everything you say.
1: Right. So and keeps... then you get and then you get creepy, you know, hackers talking to your children in the middle of the night. I mean, I don't I don't get it. And let me tell you, it creeps me out when I watch my grandchildren say, Alexa. You
0: know? Oh, I hate it. Oh, and I hate it. To the you know? grocery list, oh! It, it makes you wonder how mankind evolved all the way up to the 20th century without having that technology before, when we had to get up off our asses and turn on our own damn lights. Thank goodness this Alexa came around. Now maybe we can do something like put a man on the moon. I don't
4: know. Uh, but again, <laughs> just, because,
0: just because they make these things. It's marketing. That's what it is. It's it's simple to take a, That's uh, right. an easy soft head and convince it that this is what you want. Whether it's uh you know, something to turn on your lights when you can do that yourself, or somebody like Trump, marketing yeah. propaganda. It works. They spend billions of dollars a year on this stuff because it yeah. works.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I'm just going to say that when you when you get when you when you buy something because of clever marketing, and you get it, and you find yourself repeatedly disappointed, you eventually learn that you don't want to buy everything that is advertised. But when you get this president, when you buy this president...
0: you're constantly constantly (laughs) being fed that he's doing a great job. It's not right. like you, you buy something and, oh, this doesn't work. This is a piece of crap. And you throw it away and you don't think about it twice. Unless that somebody comes back and says, no, this isn't a piece of crap. This is awesome. Look at what it's doing for you. Look what it's... And you're getting this constant 24-hour-a-day, eight-day-a-week thing, you know, hitting you in the face, this is great, this is great, this is great. And a whole bunch of people around you are saying, yes, isn't this wonderful? You're one of us. Because you yep. are a radical Trumpist. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and and then there's great. also the, the there's also the um, <laughs> if they're against us, uh, you know, the, my enemies make me stronger yeah. because they hate me.
1: Yeah, whatever. I, yeah. you know, I got great rant. Just want to say, great oh, rant. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. And <clears throat> speaking of great rants, <clears throat> excuse me. Did you see this? Um, this venture capitalist, um, this is like from last week, he was on a CNBC show, um, and they're talking to him about, you know, how to bail out businesses and stuff. Um, And he says, he says, on Main Street today, people are getting wiped out. And right now, rich CEOs are not. Boards that had horrible governance records are not. Hedge funds are not. People are. Well, the CNBC co-host his host is like incredulous. Like, what are you saying? Are you saying that people count and CEOs don't? Are you saying that we should let these large companies uh, go down? Fall apart. And, And he says, when a company fails, it doesn't fire their employees. It goes through a package bankruptcy. If anything, what happens is the people who have the pensions inside the companies, the employees of these companies, end up owning more of the company. The people that get wiped out are the speculators that own uh, the unsecured debt, or the folks that own the equity. And by the way, those are the rules of the game. That's right, that's why when you buy stock, it's a risk. Right, these are the people that purport to be the most sophisticated investors in the world. They deserve to get wiped out. The host now is apoplectic and says, why does anybody deserve to get wiped out from a crisis created like this? And the guy who is a billionaire himself says, just be clear. Like, who are we talking about? A hedge fund that serves a bunch of billionaire family offices? Who cares? Let them get wiped out. Who cares? They don't get the summer in the Hamptons. Who cares? Do you yep. believe that? Um, and uh, yeah, this guy's never getting invited back um, uh, <laughs> ever Was again. His name—he's he, his name is Indian, his, and I don't know how to pronounce it. He's a venture capitalist, um, Chamath Palahapitia, and he just said. Screw these people, and they do not deserve to be bailed. And of course, they will be bailed out. Um,
2: I yeah, see. Well,
1: they if but you know, I have to say there should be some rules to the bailout. Like you know, <laughs> the CEO doesn't get to make fifty million dollars.
4: Yeah, you know right. every yeah.
1: you know that that we will bail you out and and in return empl- the relationship between uh the CEOs and the employees and the and the, and the ratio of uh of CEO salary to employee salary goes back to a normal number not a million to 1 yeah yeah Debbie says, hi, my brother is the same as your caller's husband. He won't discuss Trump. All he says is we support the president, but never said that when Clinton or Obama was in office, I call those Trump lovers, the snowflakes because they cannot defend him. He has not kept his promises. As for yesterday, I knew it was a campaign video, but the reporters at least went after him, but. I, too, was yelling, shut the fuck up. I want to hear from doctors. They're going to have to tell him they can't sit there. Reporters need to stop engaging him and and uh, and doing this. It is it is true. I, I don't know what in heaven Well, but name. it's a fine line. If there's no reporter there to shout a question that he can't answer, then he just gets two hours of a rally without anybody saying but. Yeah, but, yeah. But. It should not be covered. Uh, it caller. shouldn't be
2: covered, yeah. Caller, we, go ahead, please. Hello. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hi. Hey, uh, John from Greensburg, Uh mm-hmm. so not currently in Greensburg. Uh, right, right. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, Trump has not kept his, his promises. Um, he promised that he would reduce the deficit and balance the budget. He was gonna uh, build a wall and Mexico was, was gonna pay for it. Remember Mexico that one? Mexico was going to pay for right. The wall was going yeah. to be built and Mexico it was gonna be a big, beautiful wall thirty feet high yeah. and Mexico it was gonna to to be perfect by the way. Trade, a part totally. of a new trade agreement. and uh-huh. uh, He was gonna revive the coal industry. Oh yeah, and, that's right. You know, do we Yeah. Uh, so do we really <laughs> wanna go on with this you know, Trump kept his promises. We were going to have a replacement healthcare plan for the Affordable Care Act, and it was, of course, going to be better, cheaper, and more accessible for all Americans. Do we remember all that? You know, he kept his promises in terms of cutting EPA regulations, uh, delivering a massive tax cut heavily weighted toward the upper end of the spectrum, and large corporations, and appointing right-wing judges. That's what he's kept his word on. That's mm-hmm. all. He certainly didn't yeah. keep his personal word about uh, revealing his tax returns. For example, uh, he certainly didn't keep you know that word. The uh, only thing, so the
1: only the promise that he, the promise that he has kept, and I think this is the important promise, is that he has crushed women's rights, abortion, yeah, uh, uh, pro life. I'm not going to say that. Uh, pro birth folks um, have made strides. And and those people are very happy. and
2: and but, anti-LGBTQ people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah the the the, the will absolutely support Trump or any other Republican candidate who's opposed to abortion rights or to you know the the rights of the LGBTQ community, which simply means they want equal rights. I'll tell no. you what
1: he's done. <laughs> I'll tell you what he's done with Mitch McConnell. Is he has captured for uh decades an entire uh branch of our uh our three pronged uh govern governance
2: system. He has well, that's gonna be taken the, the judiciary the challenge that's gonna be the greatest challenge for for uh Democrats well, you know when and if they again hold power. But let me say that you are correct. Susan was correct. You were correct that it is simply uh like I said, aside from the fundagelicals in our in our uh, community, and for the uh, what you might call the um, endorsers of chaos or misrule, who simply want to upend the entire system because of their their anger and frustration, but they're a tiny fringe. So instead, what you have is a cohort of you know white men, um, you know of the the Fox News demographic age, particularly mm-hmm. in rural areas and small towns, who feel threatened by a changing world. And that's why Trump resonated with them. And you, you, you know, your cohort that didn't cover themselves with glory. I don't mean I don't mean Jewish women. I mean white women, because right. they voted for Trump fifty-two percent to uh, forty-eight percent.
1: I mean, I agree so, with you.
2: Yeah. No. Those are the women. Those yeah, are the, the women that, did that did think that they derive
1: power glory. from men. Well, those are yeah. women, right, yeah. who derive power from their white men, right, and they're not right. willing to give that up either. No, let's hear it for black uh, women. Yeah.
2: That's <laughs> that's the powerful demographic. And, and, yeah. And, uh you know, the uh the, g- yeah. you know, the the gay people, the Jewish people, the non-Christians, the um the non-heterosexuals. I mean, <laughs> well, we're going to listen. I we
1: fringe folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the hell. I, it's just beyond belief. Hey John, thank you. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Um my understanding is that the Department of Homeland Security has uh has uh recently classified farm workers as quote, essential and critical. <laughs> well you can't all well out. No, well, Most of them are undocumented. As a matter of fact, about um, according to our own agriculture department, half, fifty percent of all farm workers in the United States are undocumented immigrants. The whole industry depends on it. For heaven's sake, and. and, and right, but but the people who own the farms and the ranches uh, will tell you that number's low. Uh, probably closer to seventy-five percent of the people who harvest our vegetables, who get our food uh, on the table, are illegal, undocumented, and now they have been told they are essential and. Critical.
4: Uh
1: huh. Well, now, how this, how can I is just it say possible? That's what's way too little, and it's way too late. It's not possible. But meanwhile, already farmers in Wisconsin are dumping milk, dumping yeah. cheese. Uh, they are plowing food under. Well, the they under are all over the country. They are all over the country. All, over the, all, country. Over, all mean, over the world. Right. Um, what are we going to eat in two? I don't weeks? know. And you see these lines of, of uh, people waiting for food, and then we see the farmers having to plow under because ha- there's, no, there's no way to get from here to there. We have no structure in place. It's, it's, uh, it really is mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Well Trump uh, kept his promise. He took away the farm laborers. Uh and uh and now here we are. I mean, you know, add in a few little surprises, which by the way is the nature of the job. There is no president that gets by without a surprise. <laughs> and uh you are marked by how you handle these surprises. Isn't that the way it goes? Mm-hmm. That that your legacy is not written by the calm moments, but by the moments of uh, of terror and and indecision and and here's what we get. we get Trump well you know I remember um and I've said this before on the show, but I'm going to repeat it because it's something that just comes at me more than once every day. This country has been so damn lucky because in our times of most uh, of greatest crisis. Somehow or other, we have been blessed with extraordinary leadership. Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War, the founding fathers during the Revolutionary War, and George Washington as the first president, fDr during um, the depression and uh, World War two and you and know it's what? not to say they were perfect, but no, it is but to they say led that they, they were, were leaders. leaders and and we now our luck clearly ran out we aren't go this time we have a crisis extraordinary crisis and we have as our so-called leader a fatuous incompetent mentally ill fool and we people will die People are dying because of it. And it could well be that our democracy will die because of it. Institutions are dying because of it. Incredible. We have a call. Caller, go ahead, please.
6: Yes. Yes. Good morning, Lynn.
1: Hi. Hey,
6: Lynn, I've got some more good news for you. Yeah. The, um, the, uh <laughs> <laughs> All oh, the pigs have got coronavirus now, and the largest pig producers in the in the country, the the five percent of our, they're all in one like a big one big farm, and now the one big farm has coronavirus.
1: I don't think so the, the pigs cause, have it. The workers yes, do. No, the pigs so, do themselves.
6: It's going to the pigs. Uh, so it's going to totally. It's going to totally. You have to kill all the pigs that have the coronavirus because they're all packed together. You got a crisis well, to happen. Th-
1: yeah, I you know mean, the way we that. the way we inhumanely uh, farm yeah. uh-huh. uh, animals yes. yeah. Um, is. Yeah, I, I just this is yeah. exposing so much. Yeah. It's, it's it's right. Everything's
6: coming off. All the all the hinges are coming yeah. off the doors and the windows. You worked on a pig farm, right, Lynn? I lived Three on one. Ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. you lived on one. It was it was a natural, wasn't it? it
1: wasn't no, no, it was totally a totally natural one. one. Yeah, it was an old fashioned pig farm, but they. They came and got those little piglets with incredible regularity, and and took them down the highway to uh, the Oscar Mayer plant in Madison.
0: Oh,
6: oh, so that was like a like a little farm for them, or was that well, a no, that's well, where that where their, their, their buyer.
1: Yeah. That was their buyer, and oh, okay. Um, okay, so they oh, yeah they sold it
6: to them, and then they said, okay, so they weren't they weren't actually processing them themselves. They were just more or less a grown, no, no, no. They,
1: they 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 the, they they're poor little pigs. They brewed, That was their crop. The pigs were their crop. Yeah. See,
6: that's so, what I'm yeah. saying. It's ha- Here's the good thing about this, though, guys. I mean, of, you have to think of the end game. The end game, it's going to go back to the way it was when you had the pig farm where there's going to be small farmers because everything is going to explode. We're going to realize you can't put all, all the eggs in one basket because if the egg cracks, we're all screwed. Well, I think we're seeing separate.
1: right, and we're seeing in terms of supply. Uh, yes, you know, supply chain uh, management. We've supply chain. We we cannot. Apparently, we're in real trouble now in terms of of uh, drug availability of a lot of drugs. We don't manufacture tons of no. that stuff. We don't manufacture no. much of anything. No, and I mean, so we're stuck with our pants on. We're yeah. we nothing.
6: We, right? We can't. And you can't say build it because there's nobody to build it. Like yeah. we sold all the plants, all the machinery. To China, so then you say, "Well, go build it." Well, where? There's no plant. It takes time to build a plant up and get people and hire them, and and then so you.
1: Well, you we, know, but I'm going to argue it doesn't take that much time if we can throw up a hospital in three days. Exactly. Well, we're going to. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're going to gonna, we're gonna have to move our pharmaceuticals back here.
6: here. Everything's going to have to come back here. Your farming's <laughs> going to have to come back here your, because you're going to realize you can't depend on when you have to outsource everything, and you can't get your food. You're going to be screwed. You're going to have to know who is the essential workers, not the CEOs. Now, who's essential workers? The people who actually give us our food, the pe- people who are nurses, the people who are making pizza. That's essential. See, we got our mixed up in this, in this country. We thought essential was working in the office, having a, having a summer home and having a good life. That We thought that was essential. Essential, yeah. that's not essential. That's, not, that's living like a pig. Essential yeah. is going to work, making the coffee, giving the pizza, giving the service to the nurse, you know, doing all these, quote unquote, picking the fruit. That's essential. Not essential having a person making $6 million income and having secretaries and all kinds of well, stuff. Well,
1: you're, you're arguing what the expert on CNN was arguing. <laughs> right. or I mean, CNBC was arguing that, <laughs> uh, you know, no one cares if a hedge fund goes away. No, no one cares. What do they produce? Nothing. And we, we're finding out that the essential workers, invariably, you want to know what an essential worker is? Look for the person who's making shit. Wages. That's like the, the guy on the totem pole is the essential worker. Always.
6: Exactly. That's my point. And then we're finally starting to see it. So everybody's going to wake up now. It's
1: like when they, when this comes over. I don't know that everyone's going to wake up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're no. going to wake
6: up eventually. Hopefully. <sighs>
1: You well, I'm lived, sure looking at teenage groceries clerks later, late, you know, differently, they're going into yes. work every day and they're risking their lives. I know. I, mean, I was And half of them girl. don't have masks and they're working for, know. you know, big corporate. I, I mean, you know, that's we thing. all it's know.
6: Tickening. It's tickening. All right. It's I mean, that's why I say I'm so well pleased. It's, okay. It's going to be better when this gets through. That's all I'm going to tell you. We're, we're, we're seeing all the <laughs> torture okay. right now. We're, one, well, We're one
1: day closer to the end. That's for sure.
6: And one day, trust the Trump being done, and Humpty Dumpty will fall off the wall, and that'll be it.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you God. Now. Bye. The uh, Allegheny County is released. It does every day at eleven. Its latest uh, uh, totals, um, and as we know, these are so low because. Uh, do you know anyone who's been tested? I'm no. just asking. No, me No. Nope. Okay. So,
2: 800...
1: Oh, 800- I do. Our cousin was tested. Okay, okay. 893 positive cases. These are ones that uh, uh, tested positive. Uh, 142 hospitalizations and 24 deaths. Um, all deaths in Allegheny County have been 65 or older. Um so that's where we stand uh, now, and unlike in some of the bigger cities, the um, the racial divide is not happening here, at least uh, yet. Um, that the um, I think the number of African Americans who have died uh, constitutes something like seventeen percent of the deaths um which is just a slightly elevated from uh what their uh, percentage is in the in the population um alison Al- writes i'm so glad you brought up uh, food dumping i watched the today show yesterday they had a story of the food banks not able to keep up with demand and the lines of cars waiting for three days worth of food two stories came uh the farm and then the farmers dumping milk plowing under their crops And I was ready to cry. I was dumbfounded that there was no way to get this food to those who are in such need. It just blew my mind. Now, it could be if we had real leadership at the national level. There would be a way, but we don't. I mean, if farmers are willing to dump the stuff or plow it under then they surely wouldn't mind people just, Then they would give it away, right? One would think, or, or one would why, think why that within you? communities you could organize to at least get, figure out how to get people to get to the food, um, even if you're going to pay for it. Just get rid of the middleman. Um, yeah. if, that can go out at very low prices and go straight to the food banks, but somebody has to organize it. Uh, and that's, and, and I'm, you know, I was actually just sitting here with my mind ticking. There are farm cooperatives, uh, you know, um, things that exist that, you know, maybe we should be uh, desperately searching for a way uh, to get this food to the places that we know need it and they need, they need it now. Leadership. That's what we need. Hey, guys, I think that's it for today's program what did I say program? You did. It is a program. <laughs> it's a program. <laughs> program. And uh Susan, thank you. You've uh, you got the best uh line and I we wanna end on the um Lance Boyle and the rancid Rancid z- <laughs> And that's courtesy. They're gonna be indeed. playing at the inaugural. <laughs> yeah. Lance Boyle and the rancid, rancid, rancid ladies rancid. and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people have said they enjoyed today's show. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. Okay. I love you and I'm glad i are feeling better. Oh God, okay. me too. That was a scary little bit. That was a, everybody, you know, everybody tells me the week after that they're they've been sick. Anyway, okay. Goodbye. Stay well, everybody. Uh, yes. Really, stay well. And today is a good day. Let's take heart and and double down in our efforts to protect our votes. Indeed, and That's the November coming soon. The most important thing we have to plan do how now. you're going to vote. I want you all to figure out how you can guarantee your vote, and then take steps to get it done. Okay. Uh, okay. Bye. 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 And uh, uh, thank you all, and I'll uh, I'll be back in 23 hours, okay? Bye-bye.
0: Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com.